0: New and old listeners, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Weird. You're single. Yeah. Why is that?
1: You're adorable. (laughs) You're entertaining for sure. You can also be a bitch.
0: (laughs) I was actually really hoping to make Jake cry. Tell me about your dead father. (laughs) Oh, this is all I could have ever dreamed of. And I'm not judging. It's gross. It's weird. They didn't traumatize you? You don't talk about that? They definitely
1: did, (laughs) You can't ask me
0: that. <laughs> it's not that weird. All right. Um. First order of business here. <laughs> I want to talk about something. It has been an extremely interesting couple of weeks in terms of the podcast. Um. The last episode featuring Miss Cam. Um. There was a, a really big response to it. A lot of downloads in a single day. The most I've ever had. It, ugh. Thank you so much, so, so much. It was such an overwhelming day, just an overwhelming couple of weeks in general, in the best kind of way, but also not in the best way. I'm not going to let the few not great things that I've heard um, overshadow the good that was done by that episode. We talked about important things. And with the amount of people who reached out to say, thank you for talking about this stuff, it's important, stuff like this has happened to me, thank Cam for talking so openly about what she's been through, like, that is what matters. And I'm not going to forget that. However, after that episode came out, I did get word. Nobody really said it directly to me, but I did get word that some people were not exactly happy at the way some things were portrayed in that past episode. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to it. But I can acknowledge where some people would be bothered or feel offended, I guess, or Whatever it may be, I can understand it. Let me say that, do I think every small town is full of just small-minded people? Absolutely not. Do I think that people are incapable of change? No. Do I hate Essex? No. My guest and I, who also has some experience living in the county, we're going to get to that in this episode in just a minute. But let me just say this. This podcast is about telling stories. It's about sharing perspectives. And by no means am I using this platform to um, try and make people feel bad about things that they've done in the past or who they are as a person. No, it's actually honestly the opposite of that. So all I'm going to say is if that's the only episode that you listen to, go listen to more. I talk to all kinds of people from all kinds of places with all these different backgrounds and experiences and that is what it's about we can learn so much just by listening to other people's experiences so that's all i'm gonna say thank you so much for listening for sharing for a uh, rating on apple podcasts or spotify or google or whatever it is so incredibly appreciated and even if you listened with contempt i still love you <laughs> okay so this week's guest she's one of those people uh, where i met her way back in college and i was like Oh, you are interesting. I just know you are hella cool. So I'm so glad that she was able to take the time out of her very busy life. She's a business owner. She's a mother. She's many, many things. Uh, I'm so glad that she was able to come talk about things. We honestly, we start off pretty heavy. We start off with some like really heavy subjects and then move into some lighter stuff and just, ugh, it's a great chat. She's a great lady. I am so happy to have her here. Please help me welcome the very warm, very spunky, very just like badass, blonde, does it all, takes no one's shit, kind of woman I wanna be more like. Help me welcome Shayla. I'm already. <laughs> this is the least pressure kind of interview there is. Um, Even in the last interview, we actually talked a lot about religion. You yeah. know, this is just enough controversy yeah. talking about the abortion, <laughs> and then nobody gave a shit about the abortion. Which, yeah. I mean, I understand. Mm-hmm. You're from the county as well, I right? Am. I'm from
1: Essex. Yeah. yeah, my
0: dad
2: owned Crossroads Music. Oh. See, he's like born and raised in Essex. Played on the '73s. And oh now hey. It's at the hockey games. Like. Yeah. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah. yeah. I know. I didn't really grow up there though, because my mom and dad split up when I was four. So like, I went there on the weekends in the summer. And yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mostly was in Windsor. But Essex is
0: where my heart belongs. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm happy. Well, you live in Leamington now, right? I do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we'll talk about that too. So, yeah. I mean, so you understood some of what we were talking about, and truly, oh, I, no, didn't, I, did. I didn't.
2: Oh, I didn't mean for it to
0: come off like I hate Essex because I don't like I, no. I genuinely don't. Like I was actually so I got out of this relationship in which we were saving to buy a house, and the whole idea was I want to move into Windsor, I want to move into Combsy, I don't want to be North in Essex anymore. Nice to and to come see Yeah. I mean, no, they're I great places you. to live, but then when I, we broke up and I moved back home and I'm back in Essex now, and I was like, no, I think I actually wouldn't mind staying in Essex. Like, cause I it would be Essex. nice to by, be by my family and stuff. Yeah. And then, so when I put this podcast episode out, and I'm hearing that all these Essex people are upset, I was like, I don't hate Essex, and I didn't mean to come off that way. But I, at the same time, I didn't say anything I that was think not the true. People that are angry are probably the
2: people that are feeling a little bit
0: guilty. Yeah. That's just
2: my opinion, you know, like not. Because yeah. I'm from Essex, I get it. I don't think it's just an Essex thing. It's a small town thing. Yeah. I've lived in a couple small towns, and it's pretty, like, it's pretty par for the course that everybody's a little bit behind in some of those social yeah. standings. Like, yeah. it just overall, it's like it skipped a generation. They just they weren't notified. I know. That things are more progressive. I know. And that people are more accepting and people are willing to apologize and change. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the big generational gap, right? Yeah. Is that, like, uh, and again, not to, like, ruffle any feathers, but no.
0: it wasn't as acceptable to make mistakes and, like... And to be anything other than this one... Yeah, ver- like this one group essentially yeah. to be part of that population and I know and I honestly I mean I've had so many conversations afterwards now with people yeah. like I got probably 50 messages from people from Essex mostly from Essex a couple people from the city but mostly people who grew up in Essex or small towns in general so we talk about the nudes thing mm-hmm. um, and I was talking to my best friend Vanessa she was telling me apparently I'm just I'm like the high school gossip podcast <laughs> now this is what I become from 10 years ago she told me that they used to have at their high school a flip phone that they would store all these nudes on on, and then they would take turns and pass it around. I'm like, that's even weirder. That's, but it's a thing. And, it and is uh, a thing. No, it is a uh, thing.
2: And it's people can fight it all they want. And I, I mean, like, there's a reason why you see it in like, like a lot of the thir- um What is that show? Thir- Thirteen.
0: Thirteen reasons why, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like a yeah. lot of like how like. Crappy stuff like that happens it's because it happens yeah so let's talk about it and that's the thing and that's what kind of at first I had like a little panicky moment to be honest I actually messaged cam and I was just like I'm kind of panicking because the response was so big and it was so many eyes and ears so fast and I was like I'm watching these numbers grow and I'm so proud and then I saw the first person like post something not great about it and I was just like ooh, (laughs) I I was so frustrated for a moment because I was like okay well the thing is the whole thing about the nudes thing specifically, and how like I was scarred by public shame. Yeah, like I became oh such God. an advocate for being against public shame. Like yes. I, I don't take part in like when you see stuff online and everybody's like, oh fuck this guy because he did this or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I try to not participate in that those conversations all the time. Yeah, but. Then I was like, shit, did I just do this? Like, did I just then turn around and use my platform I to mean, shame like, someone? But then I was like, you know what? It's not shaming them. It's not. And you know what? It's not even my shame to carry anymore because no. I did so much work to get over that situation. And I didn't realize how much I had to unlearn, like, shame. And so I was like, wait a minute. If you are feeling ashamed because of me telling the story of something that you did that caused me pain, that's not my responsibility. No. Do I think these people are the same people? Probably no. not. Do I hold on I would to hope it? Not, but... No. Do I want an apology? No. no. But like I just it was something it's that truth, really happened. It's your
2: truth. Yeah. It's your truth. You're <gasps> allowed to feel it and like yeah. that's your experience. And you're allowed to talk about it. I
0: especially know. on your own podcast. So like, I if know. you don't like it, go away. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not fixating on it. Anyway, this was great to get that off my chest <laughs> <laughs> because you're the first person I've really been able to talk about no. it other than my very close circle of people where I was like, guys am I a bad person? No, and they're like no. No. and
2: you know what I actually I seen this video the other day and it makes me think it was more about a relationship specifically mm-hmm. but the guy was saying like oh what is one thing that your ex said to you that you'll that you'll never forget yeah. and what they said was that they had went to therapy they, they divorced but like they're still good friends and what she had said to him was that you get to walk away from the relationship with all of the things you learned yeah. and what you get to change. Whereas I get to walk away with all the things I have to unlearn yeah. and you know, heal from. Ugh. And that he was saying like, you have to realize that sometimes the learning moments in your lives are other people's traumatic moments. Yes. And
0: sorry guys, but maybe yeah. this is one of those situations. The best like, thing to do is just acknowledge it. The line. Oh my gosh. Gotta draw the line what here. you just said about um, that video you saw—I feel like I saw this video as well about the unlearning Probably, things. Yeah. I just read an article yesterday. We're we're starting off heavy. I don't know if I've ever started Damn. an interview. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever started an interview with this much like heavy topics. It's usually like so. Where to grow go up? Deep. I don't know how it always ends no, up. No, because way. you have that energy, and that people tell me Thank about you. that about me as well is that like they'll just randomly start telling me like very deep and personal stuff, and I'm like, wow, I've never said that to someone, and that I'm that like, person. I love that it. That person too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that happens
2: to me all the time, and I'm like, what just happened?
0: <laughs> how did I find out? I know. Out? And and like wish them the best of love, of but course. you're like,
2: so confused walking away. No, but sometimes. it's
0: because you are so non-judgmental. Like that's how you give yeah. off that energy, and and that's why I wanted you to come. But anyway, that video that yeah, you I saw, you I just <laughs> read an article yesterday, mm-hmm. um, called "Love Should Be a Joint Project" or something like that. It, oh, okay. It's this woman, uh, she was a French philosopher, and in like the 40s, 50s, 60s, she wrote this book, and she she made all of these theories that in relationships that there is like inherently like a power imbalance and it's just very interesting about how like women so often will take on these men as projects yeah. but then men won't do that same kind of thing back to them No. women will will work on these men and help them be better and help their lives be better yeah. and sacrificing so much and then in the end it's like this imbalance. Like, I think you're right about that and yeah. I think that's
2: why it's like talked about a lot of the time how you'll be in a relationship and you put the work in and you, yeah. you fix the man and then you break up and he turns around and he's perfect for the next person he does all the things that you said you wanted him to do and then he doesn't do it and but I I think I don't think anybody's gonna change unless it's for their right reasons for themselves yeah yeah, themselves the situation like yeah it's just yeah no it's you're right it's it is funny to see the balance though that way like I've definitely been in that position yeah I think we maybe all have
0: (laughs) oh totally and and it's not just women like it was just interesting and again this was like a 2020 article that was reviewing something from the 50s but it was just so I was like Huh. And I feel like um, something that because I was kind of thinking about this afterwards, I was like, why do women so often take on men as projects? And sometimes it's like, oh, well, we're just fixers. And it's like, but I was just gonna say... what I have seen, though, so often is it's more so about. Like you want them to be indebted to you and you think they're less likely to leave you. If you've yeah. done all of this work on them, that they're more loyal, that they, they credit you for more of this stuff. Yeah. So now they're indebted to you and they're not going to leave you. But every single time I've almost seen that not work out. So yeah. it's just interesting. I don't I
2: don't know why women are just like more ready and willing. I don't know. Maybe because as like a mother, like no yeah. discredit to dads because like mm. my partner, he's an amazing father. Mm-hmm. Like top notch, could not say a bad word about him. Good. But I feel like moms do you sacrifice your body you sacrifice your time like statistically women are more likely to stay home and take care of the kids like it's just it's just facts right and i think it's because you want to like thank god Mm -hmm. uh, i mean double-edged sword here (laughs) i had a baby in the middle of a pandemic so it was like i had to stay home and Mm. i was so grateful to stay home and like be able to do that cuz I was breastfeeding and yeah. like I look at women in the states who have 6 weeks oh my gosh. of maternity leave when you're breastfeeding like you're barely getting a supply at that point yeah. you don't have any sort of a rhythm and then you got to pick up and go back to work like Ugh. I'm grateful to be able to stay home or yeah. to have stayed home and do that kind of stuff right yeah. but like yeah, so you naturally kinda of wanna fix things. You just wear this, at least as a mother, you wear this mom guilt. So I know huh. for me, that's probably been like my biggest thing, like in that aspect is I've always wanted to fix things. I'm the oldest.
0: Yes, yeah. We'll of talk all about the that kids. Too. Yeah. So
2: like I've always been the one to kind of fix things. That's yeah. my role in the family, I yeah. suppose. So like I've worked really hard to step back from that. And thank mm-hmm. God, I was in a relationship for about a decade. Oh my god. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, almost almost 10 years. I 9 years I think. We Whoa. were on and off for a little period there. Yeah, and oh. then uh I, and I was definitely trying to fix everything and not just between us, just like in life. I yeah, was yeah, yeah. really in fixer mode then. <laughs> and then I fixed myself and then I wasn't worried about fixing the guy. And yeah. I think that's why it's working out so well is I we're not worried about fixing each other. We're yeah. putting in the balance, right? Like mm-hmm. they're, we're both putting in the effort. It's 100%... From both of us all of the time yeah. whether it's I'm filling the cup 80 and he's doing it 20 or yeah. bite you know yeah you're right it's funny how that article yeah. came, came <laughs> back to that yeah but it's
0: it's I mean it's nice when I guess you enter into the relationship and maybe this will be a question for you but compared to maybe your boyfriend that you're talking about that was the 10 year long or whatever mm-hmm. compared to what you have now with Jordan so um Jordan <laughs> Hi, babe. compared to like did you know right away that he was like a like a pretty well-adjusted person or was it yeah yeah Yeah. no
2: right away I mean like it was one of those I don't know he when we met it was more we were with mutual friends and it was Mm -hmm. at Chucks in Leamington (laughs) I was with a couple girls he was with a couple guys it was like a little meet cute like that and Mm -hmm. he was just like so charming (laughs) and like right up in there right away Mm -hmm. and then when we went on our first date it was like we immediately hit it off and like you said you can read people right yeah yeah and he was that genuine soul instantly so it was I was yeah and he's made me feel confident about it every step of the way like I'm constantly reassured which I need
0: so thank god he's the guy to yeah give that to me (laughs) oh
2: that's good that's good
0: I feel like um I'm newly out here and whatnot but I have not met one man um who I'm like yeah you're well adjusted <laughs> like for some reason it seems yeah. to be that all of these people who are also newly single like these men who are not over their ex-girlfriends are yeah. gravitating towards me and maybe it's back to that like warm energy kind of thing but yeah. I'm like you are not in a position to be putting <laughs> that shit on me because you you watch it like I, I went on it wasn't even a date but like I was hanging out with somebody one of the first things that he said to me was oh yeah I'm like my family's never told me that they love me like my parents have never said that they love me and it was unprompted and it was also like that's heavy that was so random and he's like I've never <laughs> (laughs) Really told anybody about that, and I was like, "Okay, how? First of all, how have you never mentioned that to a professional?" But (laughs) but this is what I might want to talk
2: to somebody about that, and and that's what I said. I was just like,
0: "That's pretty wild." We just got in the car; like we've been talking for like five minutes, and I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, that's really fast." That kind of stuff, though, and and it just—I mean, again sometimes you just feel comfortable with people but I just am finding that it's these men who see that I'm aware of how to better myself that they're mm-hmm. like help me and I'm like go see a fucking therapist <laughs> because if, <laughs> if I'm gonna my be job. if I'm gonna help you then yeah. you are gonna pay for my therapy because now I'm yeah. in therapy for two people like <laughs> yeah, Jesus Jesus anyway <laughs> okay. no I know I think it's yeah a lot of people everybody's got
2: issues right yeah. everybody's got their own stuff it's just I think it's a maturity thing like yeah. I definitely noticed when when I was with, actually, when I got with my ex, I was like 19. So yeah. I was with him till like 27, yeah. t- somewhere in there. So I had like missed most of the dating, the partying, the yeah. 20s, like where you're, you know, like really yeah. getting in there with the when dating. When you're learning scene. how to
0: do it when everybody else is doing it. Yeah. So yeah.
2: I-, I was learning very late when wow. we separated and when I met Jordan and I was so scared I was a basket case I couldn't take like any form of somebody showing me this great love that he was showing me yeah. I <laughs> would just like break down and I oh. was I dating guys too that were garbage and yeah. I'm like why yeah am I doing this yeah. but there I was yeah. doing it for some reason punished myself in a way <laughs> like I don't know if they wanted to just
0: see if you're ready to be beaten down That's like in that is. you know like Almost, you ready uh, to be my
2: next
1: victim <laughs> That's what it is. And this is what I
0: hate. Is oh. like, ugh. Oh. And I did the same thing. When I got out of the song relationship, I kind of jumped into something without realizing that I was actually in it. I thought I was just kind of like playing the field. But I right away just started moving. And I got into this situation with this man who I genuinely don't know is a good person. Like, yeah. And I I'm not somebody who ever doubts people's goodness. I just assume everybody is good. Yeah. Which has not gotten me super far, <laughs> but he... Um, you
2: want to believe the best of it. I
0: really do, and you it's self-sabotage right? at some points, I but know. he just put so much bullshit front and center, and I was like, you know what it is about you? You think that love is how much bullshit someone's willing to go through for you. Ooh. That is not Ooh. it. That is not it. And it's never going to be it for me. No. So this is if not that's it. that's what you think,
2: you're getting it wrong. Like not that I'm a love expert, but I will tell you right now that is not. Right? No, that is not the measurement you want to go no. by. No,
0: but you know what? I am glad in a way because it, was so bad <laughs> that I now am able to sit back and say, okay, I did the bullshit thing. Yeah. I shouldn't be out here right now. And yeah. I should certainly not be interacting with these people. Cause I gave that guy way too much energy. And exactly Ugh. what you said, it almost felt like a form of punishment. And I, I, maybe I just wanted to learn cause I was in such a healthy relationship for three years. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, let me just move to the most toxic fucking situation yeah. <laughs> there is so that I let's can just do a worst see... case scenario yeah, would
1: be exactly.
0: let's just try that out for a minute. That's what I think I did. So <laughs> this is honestly just kind of coming to an end and like it's been such a mess. But um I'm happy, I'm proud of myself because I, I like I'm witnessing my friends who are dating also getting into these situations yeah. and I'm like, if I'm gonna preach it to them, I gotta anyway. Okay. I think there's
2: a lot of people out there though who are like <laughs> they know when you're a nice person. Yeah. There's people who want to take advantage of that. Oh, they like do. that's what I know so many, like so many of my friends are those nice people and Mm. I will tell you I'm not I'm not I don't care (laughs) I will say exactly what I'm thinking you have healthy boundaries yeah I really do I'm (laughs) I'm not afraid to draw the line in the sand like I don't have a problem with that and that's almost been to a fault though too like either side of the coin has its pros and cons 100% 100%
0: okay so (laughs) we just talked about nothing that I have written down and that's totally fine but this is good this is the kind of conversations that like I have where I'm like God I wish I had a podcast and then this is why I started a podcast yeah okay so um, you have just like we've been talking about you're very eccentric you're very like Yes. spunky honestly the first time I met you I remember just being like this girl first of all she's the coolest voice I think oh, you have the coolest really? voice honestly
2: <laughs> I think no it's way. so Are cool you, I am
0: so self conscious about what? it that is
2: so funny that you say that I
0: just I have always felt weird about my voice that's, that's crazy, crazy. So no I have always I remember like the first time I met you I was like this girl's got the voice of like like somebody who hangs out with rock stars like oh I don't know God. how to <laughs> explain it like this Penny it's Lane kind of the like compliments
2: I think I've ever received <laughs> right just so I, you know
0: I love it okay so uh, yeah you're very warm you're very lovable Honestly, the first time I met you, nice. I was like, this girl is so cool. And this was a long time ago. But yeah. Obviously, you said you yeah. get that sometimes that you get that people are like, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And, and has it always been like that? Or like since you were young? Yeah. No, it really. Well, you know
2: what? Um, I kind of have an interesting, like, growing up story yeah. in. Developing friends. Let's yeah. say that I went to eight grade schools. Oh my god! Yeah, I went to eight grade schools, and I actually in the in the end of it went to six high schools. Oh, Jesus! Right. How how
0: does that how does how one, does that happen? Well, yeah, yeah, let's start from the very beginning then. So wh- why were you in all these grade schools? It was just moving around, um yeah. like different
2: parts of Windsor. Like uh-huh. like I went to JK, and my mom was like, "Nah, you're staying home with me." So like, and then we moved, and I never uh-huh. went back to that school. Yeah. So it was just like weird things like that. Were your parents divorced at this point? Like how? Yeah, because they separated when I. was four so always with my mom like she had Mm -hmm. full custody and then I would go see my dad on the weekends so all the schools were in Windsor and it was just I don't know it was just for reasons like that I don't I honestly couldn't tell you exactly why I went around to like certain schools or what high school was because I didn't want to go to Catholic Central mm-hmm. but that was the feeder school I promised my mom I would go for the year and then she let me go to Kennedy because it was a block away okay so then I went to Kennedy and then I moved <laughs> in with my dad and then I went to Essex and I was there for so long and then I went to Tilbury for two days, she, and, two
0: days. Yeah, two days and I okay. was like no thank you so was your mom just moving houses? a lot or like areas or was it just that yeah because she you know she was in a relationship it didn't work out and then
2: she you know got an apartment here and then eventually like my nana and her and my aunt moved in together and then we were in one place for uh, the same amount of time so it was just it was weird she worked at Ford's and she was trying to figure things out too just situational okay yeah just situational it wasn't I wasn't like a bad kid getting like kicked 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 out out. no I've never been kicked out okay yeah, so it was just uh it was just weird like that. So growing up like that though, I never had that same circle of friends. Yeah. I I always say like I've made a collection of friends mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. my lifetime. So it was just I think it was kind of like a coping mechanism where you're like going into a new place with new people and you just got to kind of learn to go with the flow and like, Mm -hmm. you know, be good at reading people and be good at reading situations. So it was just like something I was kind of like conditioned into learning by being in those situations. And thankfully, I am more of like an outgoing personality yeah, that, yeah. you know, I didn't shy away from it. I was like, all right, let's who's going to be my friend at this school. We're here. Like, this is you know? the situation. It's and luckily, I ended up being, like, friends with everyone. Like, yeah. in high school, I was friends with all of the different people for all of the different reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I, I think that's why it just, people can maybe sense that I'm, like, ready to just be like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Tell me, tell me what's going on. Yeah. Who are you? What, what are you about? You.
0: <laughs> Especially in high school and grade school. I mean, those are, like, yeah. such tough ages to like try to learn how to make friends so I mean that would be really hard I think I don't think I would be able to do that I would be able to make friends wherever I would go at that time period now I could do it but you know
2: what what I think was nice about it is that you know you go through different stages in your life especially while you're growing up where you feel like you're a certain kind of person or you feel like you are a certain kind of way and I got to explore that a little bit more freely when yeah. I was meeting these different people and was able to kind of mesh with all these different groups. So like I could I don't know if you ever went, I actually meant to ask you this. So I played Rizzo in Greece at Essex. Oh, Hi. Okay. And so I was friends with all the people in, in drama. drama yeah. And we were like singing down the streets of Essex, like <laughs> doing stuff like that. But then, you know, I was also one of the kids in the smokers' pit. So yeah. like I was, you know, there I I just could explore all those different sides of myself and it really like helped me feel confident in what I did like when I figured it out and who I liked when I got to like I figured out really quickly the kind of people I wanted to be around yeah and I think that's why people do warm up to me I am very Mm. non-judgmental and ready to just talk and like see what's going on see what everyone's about
0: Good for you. Because yeah, that is not – truly not a simple thing to do, especially when you're, like, a preteen and stuff like that. And no. And I remember being so, like, no. untrusting of people, even trying to be my friend, like, when I was in, in high school and stuff. But that was just, like, the nature of high school, so – Good for you. And yeah. was your like was your are your parents very outgoing or like?
2: Oh yeah, my dad's like... a musician. Still <laughs> to this day <laughs> is a musician through and through. Like <laughs> absolutely, he he is a rock star in his own mind. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he likes to think he's one in ours too. He is. <laughs> he's my rock star. He is. Sure. Yeah. So and he owned yeah, yeah. Crossroads Music yeah. in Essex for I don't know like nine years. I want to say it was open, and uh, he's in a band called the Smoking Purple Monkeys Gang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, he's an outgoing individual. I yeah. A lot of people know him because he taught music lessons. So uh-huh. a lot of people will like our age and stuff mm-hmm. will say like, oh, my God, your dad actually taught me drums. And, That's awesome. you know, and then like all the older generations are like, oh, yeah, I've seen your dad play here. And we we play hockey together and like all this. And then That's nice. Yeah. And my mom, she's a super outgoing person too. She's just like so friendly and mm-hmm. she's that person too where it's like people are immediately telling her yeah. their deep secrets. Yeah. I feel like
0: our parents are quite similar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah. My mom is like very warm and energetic and stuff and my dad is very like um, like, goofy and, like, kooky kind of, you know? <laughs> yeah. They just don't like each other. And that's, yeah, that's it, pretty much, yeah. That's the long yeah. and short of it. Yeah, they yeah. sound just about the same. Yeah, it sounds very <laughs> similar and romantic. This is interesting. Yeah, so, right? So um, you said that your parents got divorced when you were four, and I know mm-hmm. you mentioned um, that you have half-siblings who are significantly younger than you. Yeah. Um, so... Was your, I mean, apart from moving all the time, and even that you say was not a, a huge deal, but with, like, a normal upbringing for the most part, like... Um,
2: it w- No, you know what? It was normal, for yeah. sure. I would say it's not... What's normal? I don't know, not traditional, but it was good, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I feel like I had a good childhood. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got the best of both worlds because my mom was a single mom, mm-hmm. even when she ended up having her second kid, which was when I was eight. that was my first sibling to come along. Oh. She was still single after that they didn't they didn't work out so got you. um. It was different. It was, I was being raised in a house full of women. Mm. My mom, my nana, my aunt, and then Love my it. yeah little brother coming along. But then on the weekends and in the summer, I'd go to my dad's. And he was with um, his wife at the time. And mm-hmm. they eventually went on to have two kids as well. Mm. And she had a daughter from a previous relationship. So, yeah. so you
0: have steps half, sandful. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah or, everything.
2: Sorry, no full. No full. Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. but full. Got you. Um, but yeah, so it was like... I got to be in a house where there was like a relationship going on, yeah. Like that, the two parent figure, got you, okay. um, with different kids and. Yeah whereas on the other end with my mom for a long time she didn't have any other kids so like it was just me and my mom for eight years for yeah. eight years so yeah. like yeah so there was like a big chunk of time where it was I was basically like a single child yeah
0: an only child <laughs> and then that. all these other ones yeah. came along so and you really got like the best of it all I honestly yeah. truly this is crazy how much I have one full sister I have two half sisters I have three step siblings yeah and we're see? all I'm, I fall in <laughs> different places I felt like an only child at different points yeah. my dad has been single for most of the time but my mom has been in a consistent relationship the whole time we're very similar that's so funny (laughs) yeah Yeah,
2: so it is it's cool how it works out you get a little bit of everything and you know when i was growing up my mom for example was working at fords and she was making good money Mm -hmm. so she was able to you know afford um, certain things for me that were maybe a little bit on the more expensive end but then yeah. when she had my brother that's when like the big crash and the recession everything kind of hit sure and she was laid off for like eight years oh jesus and she made sure like she she did work in between with like different places and stuff but yeah. like she made sure that we would be taken care of yeah but it goes to show like my brother had a very different experience because he got my mom home, mm-hmm. you know, like they they still had the house and everything was good that way. But she was home all the time, whereas yeah. with me, like growing up, I remember getting up at like four in the morning and having oh to go to my aunt's house and like watching Titanic for some reason, <laughs> like before school. Yeah, because I don't know, it make me fall asleep. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it was. I was like six watching Titanic. I don't know. This might explain I a lot. Have it. Yeah, because <laughs> that movie
0: is traumatizing. Yeah, I, uh. yeah.
2: So it was. Yeah, it's just funny. It's just funny. I got the best of both worlds. Yeah. I'm super happy with it. And like yeah. there was points where I was a little bit better about stuff mm-hmm. right you know cuz you're you're growing up and I remember asking my dad, like, "Hey, Dad, I want to do dance classes," and he was like, "What the hell is that going to teach you in life?" And I was like, "To dance, like,
0: <laughs> I think that's what they teach—is dance." Yeah, can I?
2: J- I thought that was self-explanatory. I just want to dance, but you know, he was like, "Nah, that's no life skills. You need to be on a team or something." You sure. know, like, blah, blah, blah. like, okay, Dad. And then my little brothers were playing hockey, and mm-hmm. you know, like my other brothers playing football. Getting and, Different opportunities. I yeah, guess. And yeah. I, like some friends are like, "Doesn't that kind of bother you?" And I'm like, "No." Uh, honestly I am glad my parents are in the position Mm -hmm. to do better for those kids yeah and I'm glad that they have the opportunity to do it I don't hold it against anybody I did other stuff I didn't have to I didn't have to do dance I turned out okay (laughs) I got moves like that's what
0: matters (laughs) oh my god that's amazing I feel like um I also being in this like able to experience so many different variations of like family dynamics yeah. and family styles and the way I was at my dad's house was totally different than the way I was at my mom's house with yeah. my step siblings and my full sisters were doing all this stuff I'm the youngest by 10 years so like oh, I got yeah. to witness all this crazy stuff too wow. so that like you do get to choose uh, what bothers you because yeah. you get to like experience it all and I also watch hold a
1: grudge about that exactly like, I, I
0: carry that my siblings like <laughs> Some of my siblings, it seems to be, have um, a lot more resentment than I do. And I'm lucky. I feel lucky that it's my immediate response isn't resentment, that I'm not bitter about things and that if I am it's because I chose to be because I really thought about it and not yeah. just because that's who I am like I really am glad and it is it, a great trait to have to not immediately see the world as yeah to feel shortchanged I guess yeah it, and it's it's a great thing so well,
2: I think as you get older you realize like I don't know you feel like your parents are superheroes when you're young like all yeah. adults are these superheroes that like were handed some manual and told this is what who you are and what you're doing yeah. and they're just doing everything they're how supposed to do, it right. to do yeah. and that is not even close and we are <laughs> They're <laughs> all clueless, and nobody knows what they're doing. And yeah. you don't realize it till you're, like, in your 20s, and your 30s, yeah. and you're like, shit, yeah. I can't believe I thought that they were adults. <laughs> yeah. They knew what they were doing. I yeah, know. right.
0: I know. Are you kidding? They order pizzas on Fridays because yeah. they're lazy. Yeah. Not because it's fun. Yeah. Like, maybe Not because a little they made bit, the decision. It's because they're at their wits fucking end. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: so, I don't know. You realize uh. these things, and I did, too. Um, my Um My stepmom and me, actually, never really – hit it off like sure. it was it was just a rocky relationship all the way through sure, yeah and as I got older and I you know <laughs> felt a little bit more f- okay with talking to my dad a little more freely like so a couple times I was like hey you're kind of being a dick right now like sure. you need to and I've always been good like that but like maybe not so open yeah and as I got older and like I came across life experiences and things happened and I went through you know the breakup of 10 years and this and that mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everything else I I really realized that um I didn't want to hold on to that anymore. I was still so angry at her for leaving mm. and hurting my dad when she did. Okay, because they separated and he he's with someone yeah. else now. So they
0: separated yeah. years oh, later. Oh, but you do have those siblings that are still connected to her, exactly. right? It's not like so, you could have just yeah, no. And yeah, like yeah. and we
2: have a great relationship now. And yeah, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, there was a point where I was like holding on to that, and I don't I don't know why. Maybe because I saw my dad hurt, and yeah. it was that like family dynamic that I had so I was kind of still hurt myself over it like just going away um but it got to a point where I remember one day sitting at my mom's house when I moved back in with her after (laughs) owning a house for so long and leaving this big relationship oh my gosh and messaging her and saying I'm sorry Mm. I I get it I get mm. having to make those tough decisions to leave. I get having, yeah, like to make those choices where you know it's better for you, but it's gonna hurt the people you love. It's gonna and make I, you look like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I and I not and I said like I, I still don't agree with everything. Of I don't not. really want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you
0: don't need to get into the details. No, of day But by I apologized day. and I said I Good just want you. you to know
2: I I I don't hold that against you anymore, and I'm I'm glad that we can you know, talk and have a better relationship that way. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. It was a big growth moment for you me. It was. Tell. I, I It sounds like it was a
0: pivotal – I. you know what? I. It was. I do – I mean, I'm only tw- – how am I? 24 at the moment. Uh, I'm turning 20, 25 <laughs> in a month, so I always forget. I keep telling people I'm 25, but um, uh, I feel like um, for a long time I used to hold on to resentment From being a hurt child, like remembering things that happened when you were young. And it's really hard to let that go. Even if you don't remember the specific details, even if you – I don't know. like like, It's just sometimes it can be so hard to like unwire or untangle it. And then it's just like, well, why am I untangling an adult issue when like I was just a child? But then it took until recently for me to like – My mom's going to hear this and get all emotional. I know it. But Um, (laughs) it took a while for me to like, not that I ever like disagreed with anything she had done or like Mm -hmm. hated her for anything like that. I was like a a petulant little asshole teenager. I do remember that. (laughs) So I imagine when I, I I didn't make her life really easy in this regard, but I do know now that like being the age that I am now and knowing that like what she was doing at this age and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm like, God, the decisions that you had to make, because at my age, she had, kids like like she was taking care of somebody else's kids on top of that my dad's kids um and dealing with exes and dealing with work and dealing with schooling and all this kind of stuff and I was like gosh wow as much as like it's so easy to sit there and be like oh but what you did was wrong Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here now as an adult saying holy shit that was survival like that makes absolute sense to me and I if you're listening mom I'm sorry for ever being an <laughs> asshole to you about I don't know decisions that you made that honestly yes they had to do with me yeah. but ultimately the right decision Absolutely. in yeah, the yeah, long run saying, and you gotta yeah. trust your, your, that you know your parents do that and I, I feel so bad for like people who I know who are my age who are never going to be able to have that with their parents because their parents are maybe still stuck doing that kind yeah. of shit and making decisions as if they're not affecting someone I don't know I just they'll never get, get to think about the this point sometimes. of appreciation yeah. right because I think you do you get to a point in your life
2: where you where you You can realize the struggle and you can realize the sacrifices. And now that you're at that age and like you reflect back on like, okay, where they were, where you are. These
0: are major things. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, can you
2: imagine? It's yeah. No, it's wild. And that's what helped me too. That's it really is maturity. As you get older, you just, you realize how much they really did do. And even if it wasn't perfect, a lot of it wasn't perfect it was still worth it. And I'm still really happy with who I am. Exactly. And I still really love my parents and my siblings. Like, I'm not going to let it ruin my life. It's something to learn and grow from. And it's something to try and do better for towards the next generation, yeah. like with my daughter, you know, like yeah. I'm trying to do certain things differently, not to say they were bad, but just to say I could do it better.
0: Yeah. The outcome right? could
2: be more positive,
0: I guess. Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. So <laughs> before we go on <laughs> another long, deep tangent, um, yeah, sorry. did so you said you grew up with women, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. I love that. Did they ever mm. have like the talk with you? Did anybody ever like tell, talk to you about sex or like, do you remember your introduction to it or? In, yeah. Like no, that? the discussions were definitely...
2: I, I don't know I guess like when you are in a house full of females you are more comfortable talking about like yeah. menopause and yeah you know the periods and the bees and yeah, and yeah, yeah. all of this stuff so um I don't necessarily remember ever like having the talk though I don't mm-hmm. know I think <laughs> I think it was left up to my mom and she was not yeah super stoked about doing it so I don't we ever we probably did it was probably short and sweet and to the point so I I don't remember a lasting conversation I remember like learning things in school and it being like oh wow okay this is a lot like (laughs) like I remember that but uh yeah no not not really to be honest with you no
0: all right. I no. mean, that's honestly, it's it's quite normal. Whenever I ask people this question, they're like, nope, just figured it out on my own. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty normal. I don't I think <laughs> maybe a bad thing. I did that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't recall. So maybe I did just wing it. And I was like, OK, well, this seems about right. Like, <laughs> Who knows? Fair enough. I didn't feel like I was knowing what I was doing at the beginning. So yeah, yeah that's probably accurate. That's yeah. probably what happened.
0: All right. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. OK, okay so I'm...
2: you have a daughter. I do.
0: How old is she now? She is
2: uh 2 years old <laughs> and like 3 months. Mm-hmm. I always feel silly when I'm adding up the months and stuff. 2 and a quarter, 27 months, whatever <laughs> it is. And she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Aurora.
0: Yeah, Aurora. Yeah. My beautiful I Aurora. When I found out you were pregnant, for some reason I was on I think it was Facebook or Instagram or wherever you had shared your your picture <laughs> and I was very high. <laughs> I was, I had smoked some weed with my boyfriend and I remember I actually tweeted out, oh my god, I tweeted out, nothing is crazier than finding out somebody is pregnant when you're high. Yeah. And it was really? you, it was because of you. I, I was like, like e- I don't know why, that's I was so just funny. like, oh my god, she's having a baby, that's insane, there's life inside of her. And your well, announcement was so funny too, with the Bob, Bob Ross, Ross painting, yeah. yeah. Happy little accidents, yeah. I'm gonna put that on Instagram yeah <laughs> when I post
2: this. Well, it was, well, because we, we had been together for a year but like everybody knew that we weren't planning on having a baby at the time so we were like whatever it happens we're gonna play on it we're happy it's it's that's what's going on so we might as well you know make a good time of it and it was Halloween which is my favorite holiday so yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you
0: dressed as like a painting with a like a little squirrel on your belly yeah and I was he like was a Bob tree Ross. and he yeah. was painting
2: the squirrel and yeah yeah, yeah
0: there's no no mistakes
1: just I happy I will remember
0: i remember <laughs> the moment that I saw it for the rest of my life just like laying yeah. it back like going oh my god <laughs> I thought you wouldn't be a great mom or something like that. I was just so shocked. And I think, yeah. Well, I was
2: not planning on it at the time. No, yeah. not at all. I was not. That wasn't, which is funny because like I did always want to have a, a family earlier in life. Yeah. And um, I like I've been through infertility treatments before really? with my ex. Yeah. So like we, huh. you know, I went down that path and then came back out of it and was even at a point where I was like, do I want to have kids? And I did. I, I absolutely yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to be but a mother. But with all of
0: what you'd gone through, yeah. It was,
2: yeah, it was tough because I have PCOS. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. yeah. PCOS gang, rise right? up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, And
2: it made things a little difficult and it just makes life difficult. So sure. I was nervous. I thought maybe I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like I thought maybe, not to get into the details of what me and my ex had went through, but I was worried for a long time that I couldn't. Yeah, And I was almost trying to get to a point where i was like okay with accepting that it might not ever happen sure yeah which was a really tough thing for me I can't it imagine. really was yeah. yeah so it was i'm i'm so glad that it worked out the way it did yeah. and thank god i have my beautiful spunky <laughs> funny smart little girl that keeps me busy yeah. every day yeah. so yeah it all worked out in the wash it, it, yeah. It, yeah i'm so, i couldn't be happier i love being a mom it is my favorite job mm. it is my greatest honor <laughs> and I I just absolutely adore her like yeah. I always say I'm not that mom that's like ready to pass off her kid to somebody and yeah. like go and do stuff yeah. kudos to the women who can cause I struggle mm-hmm. like I'm like no I love her yeah. she is my best friend oh. we <laughs> laugh all day long yeah it is so much fun. Like oh. <laughs> it breaks my heart to like go and do anything else because I just love being. You could have brought her. her. <laughs> I know she. Oh, she would just be running around going, Shayla, dude.
0: <laughs> I saw your video because
2: <laughs> that's what she calls me now. Apparently. Shayla,
0: dude. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. By the way, that's... <laughs> she seems amazing, and I've never met her, but she seems like her own little character already.
2: Oh, she is. Yeah. She is so. She's just so funny. Yeah. Like the personality, it's just amazing. So grateful yeah. that I did get the chance to be a mother because yeah. not everybody does so I don't take it lightly I I like literally I I have really bad anxiety mm. and it amped up hard really oh yeah when I got pregnant and then, okay, so funny story. When I found out I was pregnant,
0: were you high? I'm um,
2: kidding. Uh, I wish I'm kidding. no. It's me. I was super high leading up. That's because uh, we had just went on a road trip to yeah. the West Coast, mm. and literally we were like in Seattle, and I was having back pain. I had hurt my back a couple of months before when I was surfing in LA and what? your
0: life, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Jesus. There,
2: there, yeah. There was a really cool period uh, <laughs> where I did a lot of cool stuff like that.
1: Yeah, And I did. So
2: yeah, I thought something had happened and I was like really uncomfortable and we like drove all night to get back to Canada so oh, I could geez. get to a hospital. He oh like literally God. dropped me off at a hospital. Oh my God. Yeah. And thank God they didn't do, I don't know. They didn't test me for being pregnant at the time. Huh. Um, but I was, I got back, I went to the hospital The very next day, um, I found out I was pregnant.
0: Like, you tested yourself?
2: Yeah. Okay. I woke up and felt nauseous, and I was like, this doesn't seem right.
0: Wow. And
2: uh, I went downstairs and told my mom. I was like, Mom. I think I might be pregnant. She's like, probably. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I kind of thought so. And I was like, why? Why what, what in okay. twelve hours that yeah. I've been? What do you mean? And so sometimes yeah, sometimes moms got it. just
0: know, I guess. That's yeah,
2: and I guess she did. So I tested, and I was positive, and I was like, why? Okay, oh my gosh, um, what do I do? And the next day, I started college. Oh my god! <laughs> like the very next day, I started college, and this oh was wow, after. That,
0: was it PR. a year?
2: <laughs> I I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how that all worked out, but yeah. So it was like. It was super strange yeah. the way uh the way it all
0: played out, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, right? Wild. The <laughs> timeline is just wild. Yeah. So, your partner, Jordan, mm-hmm. he's great um, he is. from the sounds of it. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I'm I glad. love him. So, yeah, you guys obviously I love him so much. Are you guys <laughs> planning on having more, do you
2: know or yeah? Yeah, yeah we're hoping to probably in the next Year at some point. um, I wanted to wait. We wanted to wait until Aurora was a little bit older Mm -hmm. because I really wanted to have the time to dedicate to just her yeah and he he wanted kids but he wasn't completely sold
0: on to <laughs> sure sure That's, it's a big thing it's a big change
2: yeah he yeah. yeah so we were like you know what we'll just wait we'll see how things go we were hoping to maybe be in a different house at the time and we're still kind of looking so that mm-hmm. might be a deciding factor too but yeah we I I would love to have two I don't care, like, girl, 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 boy. I, mm-hmm. I just want two. Mm-hmm. I feel like my heart's still aching for one You've more. You've got more availability in yeah, there. I yeah, i got a little bit more room. <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to, and I would love to give Aurora a sibling. Yeah. She just loves other kids so much, and she's so fun. She'd be a great big sister. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And he's an amazing dad. Like, I I feel like we're just such a great team, and uh, I'm I do. I really. I've actually like really had baby fever lately, and I'm like, oh, oh we could do it now. We could just. <laughs> and what does we he could... say? <laughs> He's like, well, maybe not. Maybe like, maybe we're
0: hoping we could, but we could also not.
2: <laughs> well, we're hoping to get in. We haven't done a trip just ourselves because I mean, there was a pandemic, yeah, so COVID it's not yet. like we could go anywhere, anyways. Yeah. But uh, we want to go somewhere just us, for just the weekend. two of you. Yeah. Oh. Because we haven't done that. Like the last big trip was the, the big road Seattle. trip out west yeah, yeah, where yeah. we found out we were pregnant. Oh, Jesus. And. Uh, We've done. We did like a little thing after sure. that. Actually, we were on our way to the Leafs game the day that they announced that every like the NHL was shut um, down. That everything was closed up. Damn. We had terrible timing through the pandemic. Like terrible timing. Yeah. We were on our way when that happened, and so obviously the game was canceled. We're halfway to Toronto, and then my baby shower was supposed to be two weeks later, and oh, so you I had can't to cancel my gather. baby shower. Aww. I never. Yeah. That sucks. That that's. That's, Damn pandemic. <laughs> that's a sore wound in my heart, honestly. I'm like, I, I'm still so sad. I'm having another one. one. I you have another one. Don't bring this. but effort. I'm having a big party. I just, like, I want to do it. I don't care. <laughs> a
0: big baby party. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I
2: don't care. So, yeah, it was, we just had, like, the worst of timing. And then she was born right in the beginning of May. So it was, like, right when everything was crazy. Yeah. We didn't even know if Jordan was going to be in the room like loud oh yeah oh it was super scary so yeah my anxiety was like all-time high oh god oh yeah people oh. wanting to visit and like do you do they wear a mask and yeah. like it was do I even let them come in yeah. and so, like I'm actually really just coming out of being so anxious yeah about all of it now that things have loosened up a bit more mm-hmm. so thank Thank goodness. I feel like I can breathe a little more. <laughs> Good. I do. Now Good. that she hit two, I don't know. There was something about it where I just felt a little felt a, little, a little better. Yeah. Good.
0: I mean, and sometimes it really is just like a you don't realize that you're holding on for this like benchmark or this something. Like I always yeah. feel like September is such like a it's like September starts and I'm like I'm different. Like August or not- is that for
2: me? Yeah, August. Really? August is that. I was thinking. It's so funny you say that because that August is when I got pregnant with Aurora, oh. and August is almost like I looked at a resume and I was like, oh my god, it's like almost always August that mm-hmm. I'm like done with something and have to start something Making,
0: new. Yeah, these transitions. Yeah. I feel like it's September for me, and I think a lot That's of people so feel that way too. And it's like new school year. It's also my birthday, yeah. so it's just like it all kind of definitely. But then I, by like November, I'm depressed because I'm like I didn't <laughs> do anything I wanted to do. But <laughs> it's like a new new year for me. It's a new season. I don't I I just get I get weird like that New season of life No I feel the same way I don't know what it is Yeah I don't know Maybe fall You're shedding Yeah Shedding all that stuff Maybe Starting anew We are at We're pretty far Sorry No this is great But I feel like You know what this is good Because I haven't been able to do I haven't been able to do this for a while Where I go back to my quick questions That I like to ask people At the end of episodes Because it's like we start quick And then we go into these deeper conversations But we just started deep And now we're moving into (laughs) The more trivial (laughs) shit Um, Okay so why don't we go into these quick questions. Um, yeah. First one is, do you believe in astrology? <sighs> you know what? Let me run that one back. Are you religious at all? It's, that's probably a better one to start with. And then I moved into astrology. Okay.
2: Um, am I religious? Uh, kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of not really. I grew up like, Going to church a little bit here and there. Okay. But I had a weird relationship with church. Like, when I was younger, my mom never really went. My nana had, they had, like, kicked her out because she got divorced and stuff. Oh, come on. You know, back in the day, that's how it was, though. So, like, I never went with that side of the family, but they're all the Catholic side. My dad was, like, not having anything to do with church. But... It was like a free babysitter on a Sunday, so oh, she sure. sent me with yeah <laughs> with a family friend, yeah. and I went to Bible school and stuff <laughs> in the summer, like okay. So it was weird, like I was introduced to it and I was around it in that way, and then I don't know. As I got older, I really questioned things a lot, and I do. I'm religious in the sense that I believe that there is like a higher power. This is agnostic, isn't it? I don't know. I uh, you know what? I really couldn't tell you. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a Catholic mm-hmm. on paper, <laughs> on <laughs> sure, paper, sure. and I'm probably going to. Baptize my daughter Catholic. Yeah. I, yeah. again pandemic, so like we haven't yeah. had a chance to even do anything. I like saw that. they use like squirt guns sometimes. That's yes. I. Oh my god, Jordan I would me that the other that. day, and I was like, we should do that. <laughs> Let's do that. She would love it.
0: Yeah, she would love it. We'll yeah. give her
2: one. She'd be, be drinking
0: it. <laughs> yeah. So um, okay. So religion is something that you have a, a long standing relationship with, but it feels like importance. I should be more
2: committed to it, but I'm not.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, it's I mean, like if I so was much. going
2: to say I'm a Catholic,
0: yeah, I I don't feel like I can say that really fully. I think, but, common, you know, yeah. I think it's pretty common nowadays that people aren't fully committed calling themselves this or that or doing whatever. I don't agree with like a lot of when I was growing up it was a weird time, like there's still there wasn't
2: the acceptance that there is now in the yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Right? So yeah, I don't know. I'm eh, on that one.
0: Okay. That's fair, that's fair. That was a good short, long answer. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> moving back on to astrology. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you're aware of, believe in, anything like that? I don't really believe in it that's fair to be honest I like some days I'm like
2: oh this this fits what I want to hear so I'm <laughs> like yes I believe this a hundred percent I am
0: determined and motivated and organized in this and <laughs> that yeah
2: I think yes. there might be some truth into that like when you're born at a certain time maybe you have certain experiences or maybe you have tendencies sure. to be certain ways but other than that if I really believe there's truth to it got not you. particularly
0: got you got mm-hmm. you okay so um, okay you said you've traveled a lot I have. and I've gotten that if you could live anywhere and we'll say that your family gets to come with you and all that kind of stuff where would you have where do you want to live if Iceland you could? Iceland yeah
1: without
2: a doubt really? like no hesitation I would go to Iceland in a heartbeat
1: huh. yeah it have you was, been
2: yeah I have oh. I spent I've actually been to Iceland a couple times because it's a layover place so like oh. I spend a lot of time in the airport okay. but no I did spend <laughs> um, six days in Iceland and we rented a car and I drove around like the south end oh. of the Uh, the country and yeah no it was it was amazing I want to go back so bad and go all over everything about it was so great the sense of humor Really? Like yeah, their sense of humor, honestly. Huh. Just I could not get enough. The people <laughs> there were so funny.
1: Really? Yeah, they
2: were so funny. It's huh. it's you know what, it's really expensive. So, like yeah. let's say I had all the money in the world, I would definitely go there. Yeah. Um, otherwise it's not super affordable, but like, yeah, beautiful country.
0: Isn't it like these Nordic countries though? They're all yes. like very politically oh, yeah. attuned. They're very oh, yeah. like they have the highest rates of like satisfaction yeah. and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. if I if it had to be anywhere I've been, it would be ice. Mm -hmm.
2: But if I had to like plan a life with my family and like really, really, really. Make sure all of that was a go. It'd probably be Norway, but I've never mm. been there, so I can't like confidently say yeah. that. But yeah, Norway, yeah. well, if you like got there, my... and they weren't funny. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know. What if they're not funny? Yeah. I don't want to do that.
0: It's interesting. Yeah. All right, that yeah. was a very definitive answer. Yeah. I always say I would. I would love to visit Switzerland yeah. and like the Nordic countries in general. Yes. I think it would be super interesting. And I'm hearing more and more people oh, say like, so do it. Don't yeah. even think about it. Just do it. So maybe next year. That'll be that, next that'll year. be
2: my next like Europe trip when yeah. I do an- another one. That's where I want to go. Yeah. is all of those countries because I didn't do uh, like any of those yeah. ones. So, like, I really want to get a. there.
0: With. So, is that your favorite place that you visited in general or? Uh, you know what? <laughs> that I was going to say that is such a hard question because there was, like, I
2: fell in love with, like, moments yeah. of where I was.
0: I get it. you know. That's like, why I love Turks and Caicos so much. Right. Because it was a very pivotal moment. Like, I needed to to undergo some kind of internal change, and it right? happened right there. So I'll always say Turks and Caicos was my favorite place on Earth. Yeah. I mean, the actual surroundings and everything, beautiful. But, it, I mean, it could have been anywhere, honestly. But, but anyway, yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, get I get it. I that's what it
2: is. It's, like, those moments. You, so, like, because everywhere I went was beautiful. There was like, pros and cons to all of it. But, yeah. like... I enjoyed everywhere I went because I was ready to enjoy everywhere I went sure I was ready to like be like yes let's see what this brings you yeah. know no resistance that way good for you yeah so I I don't know it'd be it'd be really hard to say my favorite place my favorite place that I think I've been or that I've really loved the most that I think back to the most would be in Prague when I was up <laughs> believe it or not this sounds so basic but it was a <laughs> Starbucks that's like in a castle at the top oh. of the peak of the city huh. and I was doing a sketch sitting there at the window oh. looking out as the sun came up because we got there at like an ungodly hour like yeah. f- four or five in the morning from a bus <laughs> and we're just waiting for everything to open yeah. and yeah it was like the most peaceful everything was quiet mm. and just looking out so it, it's where I got to reflect on Everything and Prague was amazing. Yeah. It really was sounds one of my like favorite places. Sounds like it would force places. you to
0: reflect whether like that scenario. Yeah. But, I mean that's. Oh yeah. Uh, emba- embrace it. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, and I don't think there's anything wrong with a little cliche. It's no. okay. No. So I was like, oh, it had to be a Starbucks. <laughs> it couldn't it have been some be. like mom
2: and pasha, right? <laughs> like I was like, like that. That. <laughs> all the things. Couldn't it have just been something yeah. like you know, like local, but it <laughs> yeah. had to be Starbucks, Like a Timmys
0: in Prague or something? Like
2: yeah. That. No, for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, good for you. That sounds yeah. awesome. Well, okay, so I do want to give you a chance to plug your business. Because it's it seems you. like you are fucking killing it. Thanks. Great. I know you're very yeah. busy.
2: Well, I'm Mrs. Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. That's that's my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince as in paper print. <laughs> P-R-I-N-T-S. Just in case you're yes. looking it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a wedding stationer. Mm-hmm. And I specialize in custom wedding invitations and wedding stationery. I mm-hmm. also do signage and, you know, rentals and things like that. Yeah. So I like to dip my toes in a little bit of everything when it comes to the... Uh, the stationary part of it
0: yeah amazing stuff the thank bookmarks you, you did bang! oh my god I loved it I was like this is a, this is brilliant why is anybody ever doing anything else yeah
2: you know I, I really I was so excited when I got that order honestly she reached out and she's like oh my gosh can you do this mm-hmm. and I said yeah for sure and then she's like she was so happy because she said a lot of people said they wouldn't do it and I was like really? oh well I'm I am always up for a challenge I love nothing more than when someone comes to me with like this out-of-the-box idea and I get to bring it to life. It is like what makes my blood flow. I absolutely, yeah, I love it. It's what I love about what I do. It's why I ended up starting my own business so that I could do things like that because I just enjoy it. One thing that I like about weddings is that when, like with this part of weddings is that it's super important like your invitation is really important. Sure. I don't. I think people downplay it, and yeah. they shouldn't, because it is like the primary piece of information yeah. every single guest gets mm-hmm. and is relying on to know what is going on.
0: Yeah, and, and it's a big moment too. Like when people get the wedding invitation. How it's many big
2: parties like that are you throwing in your life? Exactly. Like part, how many celebrations are that monumental? Yeah. You know, like it sets a not tone. put a lot of thought into it. Exactly, yeah. it sets a tone. So, like, I, I really it. think it's something that people need to put a little bit more weight on that way yeah. cuz like even someone asked me like I don't want them to wear this color what do I do make your invitations that color yeah. like people usually get the hints like Interesting Yeah stuff like that so like it's really cool that I get to be a part of the fun part of the process mm-hmm. cuz people would tell me before why don't you be a wedding planner mm. cuz I've been a maid of honor like three times wow yeah and I was like no I don't I don't want to do that (laughs) it is so stressful like Mm -hmm. the day of is so crazy Mm -hmm. I like that I get to have a more like relaxed fun yeah confident approach with couples and like get to make that part of it fun and that they be they get to be a part of you're not just showing up and giving a deposit and moving on your way right and people
0: get to keep it it's a keepsake it's a huge memento yeah right it's a keepsake
2: people are like getting them in like resin like yeah things yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're preserving
0: them in very interesting ways i think it's so cool and i will be sure to link everything properly so that people can find you you can find me on instagram and on facebook
2: It's all mrs prince charming um on my website as well and Perfect. Yeah. yeah so i'm going to be in the um windsor wedding show the fall <gasps> oh, event yeah. yeah you know
0: that's a favorite of mine yeah i'm yeah. so excited <laughs> it's
2: my first time yeah. so i'm like so stoked it's on um wednesday september 14th at the kaboto club it's a one night event it's from 4 30 till 9 mm. um you can register online i think it's the address is weddingshows.com. yeah yeah, yeah. i'll link it and
0: everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay.
2: yeah, no, so I'm going to be there. Um, there's over 80 vendors. And yeah, yeah it's going to be really cool. So I'm really excited. If yeah. you want to come and look at my samples of work
0: and different samples of things that I offer, you can uh, come and check me out there. Beautiful. And you know what yeah. I love? I mean, whether you're getting married or not, wedding expos are yes. so fucking fun. They're so, They're so fun. are so fun. I have the <laughs> best time whenever I'm at one. So uh, it sounds like I'm just out there all the time. But I'm usually hosting. the Just anyway. for funsies. <laughs> this is at the to Chow or kaboto. This is the kaboto. Kaboto. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Perfect perfect yeah well, this is great again thank you so much for making the time um <laughs> uh, thank you for this having me yeah yeah it's really nice to see you it's been yeah. so long so yeah this is no nice. it's been a long time it, yes, has, it has since what, how long has it been actually for four, four <sighs> I mean, years five years i don't know i feel like i've probably run into you in so many different places oh yeah just no, like definitely. through our mutuals and stuff <laughs> but like the last time that i Very actually fair. had a conversation with you is probably been years probably yeah. since we did like the pr club mixer yes thing. oh that my gosh time. yeah we oh have I one picture so together
2: where we're actually super
0: cute yeah, i should I have brought so. yeah. yeah i remember that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it on our instagram Yay. so people can see the photo we're talking about <laughs> all right okay, thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed i will see you in a couple weeks but hey in the meantime seriously go check out shayla's business mrs prince charming everything is linked in the bio of this episode she does amazing work and uh yeah again see you in two weeks <laughs>